When you look at how the world works, how the universe works, and you really get into harmony with nature, because again, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You're still one with the elements. Look around how the planet works. Grass does not try to grow. Fish do not try to swim. So why are we trying all the time? And that's what you said, it's about the conditioning. We're not actually learning how to fix this. We're unlearning the things that have taught us to do things opposite of what we're naturally supposed to do. So when we surrender, what we're doing is learning to control our thoughts so that our thoughts aren't controlling us. And we're just not judging or labeling, but we're just observing. And when you do this, that's when you get into that flow state. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. I've got a great guest. Cynthia Stant is with me today. And I tell you, I met Cynthia at, well, I met her after she was introduced. We were introduced to each other by a a mutual friend of ours. But we were on an, we spoke, both spoke at an online event together. And I was so blown away with her when I saw her teach. And so I was really excited when we got introduced. And of course we met and we just hit it off immediately. She's such a joy, so wise, so successful. I think you're really gonna love hearing from her today. She is actually speaking next week in the Selling Through Voice show. And she's gonna be teaching about authenticity. And you do not wanna miss the opportunity to hear her today or to hear her next week. So make sure you are registered for the Selling Through Voice show. I've got links in the show notes for you to sign up. I've got Cynthia's links in the show notes. She is really, really gonna blow you away today. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Cynthia Stant is a self-made millionaire, sales consultant to seven-figure CEOs energetic embodiment and mindset coach for powerful executive and entrepreneur women and spiritual success mentor to women leaders who are truly ready to get it done and see it through. She's a passionate speaker who teaches artfully and authentically. She owes all of her success in finance, business, and life to her disciplined studies of metaphysics where she has mastered the art of meditation and the ability to hone her intuition. Cynthia's ultimate goal is to help every woman connect to their inner feminine beast, the highest version of you that has the power, strength, courage, and clarity to claim the life you desire and have it emerge through here in the physical. She's also the host of the Inner Feminine Beast podcast, which I was a guest on which covers topics such as business, universal laws, relationships, health, mindset, metaphysics, success, spirituality, and more. Even if you are not, if you're thinking as I read this, you're thinking, okay, well, this is this episode is only for women. No, everybody can benefit and learn from the conversation that we have today. 
you've heard me talk a lot about societal implications around women's voices and men's voices. And, and we definitely touch on that in an indirect way, but you can, it doesn't matter who you are, whether you have your own business, whether you're working for someone else, it doesn't matter. Everybody can benefit from this conversation. It's so, so good. I know you're going to love it. Let's head on over to the show. Cynthia, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Me too. Thank you for having me. I'm excited because every time we get together, we are vibing. So I know this is going to be a really good conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I was so excited to, to have this conversation because we do. We vibe so well ever since we met. And I think we met without even realizing we met on Christina Jandali's event. Exactly. And then is she she's the one that connected us, right? It is. Yeah, we spoke at her online summit and, um, you know, we went back and forth a little bit. And then somehow after we did connect and we just got to chatting. We put the pieces together. That's usually how it works. It's a very small world online, isn't it? And uh, because we had that connection, you know, the, the conversation yeah. started rolling. But yeah. Well, you know, and it's definitely, you're one of those people where when I met you, it was like, oh my gosh, I felt like we've been best friends forever. I feel that too. Right. Right. Well, your work is fascinating and amazing. And it's extraordinary just to really watch you living your best life. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's inspiring. But one of the first questions I always ask is tell the listeners what you do and how you got into it. Yeah. So I'm an online business consultant, sales strategist, and then also a uh, success mentor. So for me, I have been in sales since I started my professional career. And if there's a competition, count me in. If there's a leaderboard, I'll be number one. If anybody can do it, I'm in, right? Because I always love sales. You know, sometimes I hear people say sales is scammy, spammy, sleazy. And I always think it's funny because it's S words. For me, it's it's sexy. <laughs> it's uh. it's spiritual. I feel that it's about serving and it's about solutions. And so, you know, I've always been in really male-dominated industries. I used to be the state portfolio manager for Jim Beam Brands. So I was in bourbon. I was always in just, you know, just very, very masculine industries where it was go, 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 do, 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 more, more, more. Gun to your head, Cynthia. Where's your next sale? Like, go get it. And it was, you know, it was intense, but I also kind of loved it because I could handle it. But eventually I realized that there's oh so much that you can achieve when you're just in your masculinity. And this hustle and grind wasn't really what I wanted as my end result. As a mother of two children, you know, I wasn't present the way I wanted to be as a wife and as a mother. And that really is what success is to me. It's not just money and and being the top of the leaderboard. It's having all areas of success. So I became a very dedicated student to metaphysics and I went to the College of Metaphysical Studies amongst all my business degrees. And I really found out through meditation that we're so supported. We really are. So it's it's having that balance of the masculine, which is the aligned action, which I thrive at and love, but also connecting to intuition, allowing yourself to surrender and be supported by God, by the universe. And when I put those two together, I realized that's where my brand kind of come through, uh, came through, which is inner feminine beast. And so now I work with very successful women who are predominantly in masculine industries, but help them to understand how to tap into their intuition, to bring spirituality into their business. And most importantly, how to create a business 
that creates a beautiful lifestyle and not a lifestyle that revolves around a business. And so we've had a lot of success with it early on. And um, it's, it's truly my purpose. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's so the nuances of, of everything you do is just fascinating. I have a couple of questions I want to ask around what you just, what you just said. Okay. First of all, why do we hustle? Is it habit? Is it what we're trained? Is it what the world tells us to do? Is it the men that we see? Why do we do that? It's funny. I have all my little conspiracy theories. I won't dive too deep into that. Oh, no, you can do that here. You can do that here. I just feel like um, we've been conditioned to think that's how things have to be. Mm. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, we're, we're taught certain things almost, almost so that people can have control over how we do things. Like, it's almost like we've been domesticated to to work harder, not smarter. And, and when we do, we're told that it's wrong, but only because truly it's right. <laughs> um, I, I do believe that we live in a very patriarchal society, especially when it comes to business. Um, I went to you know school for business at University of Delaware. I have a degree in marketing, a minor in advertising. I have worked with some of the top business consultants in the world. Not only have I hired them personally, but I've also you know worked right hand next to them as senior sales managers. And, you know, I was never taught about bringing God into my business. I was never taught about, you know, working with flow and understanding energy when it comes to selling. And I realized the more that we implement that, the more success that we have and the easier that it is. But we, I've never been taught that. I just, I've never been yeah. taught that. And so I think we're really conditioned. And it's funny, I, I noticed that for some, some of us, work is almost like this addiction, but it's like this addiction that we honor, you know, we praise it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Work and worth. <laughs> well, no, it's it's no. not. And even in my work, so many people are afraid to say certain things or really use their voice in big ways because their whole worth and identity is locked into what are my colleagues going to think? What are my coworkers going to think? Yeah. yeah. See, don't get it twisted, though. I love my beast, right? <laughs> right. Well, oh, yeah, my. for sure. For I sure. I guarantee I get done more in a day than most people get done in a month. Um, I used to say a week, but I've mastered the point where now it's a month. And yeah. uh, I love that. Taking aligned action, that's the cause that creates an effect. That is how you get the results in this life. It's not just, you know, meditating and and skipping yeah. and fucking and, you know, kumbaya. It's much more than that. But I also, you know, people come to me all the time. They're like, Cynthia, you're so disciplined. You're so disciplined. Like, that's too boot camp style for me. That sounds like punishment. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. This discipline is why I have freedom in my life. Yeah. Because when I'm locked in and I'm working, oh yeah, I'm still, I'm hustling, I'm going. Yeah. And I'm off, I'm off. In fact, I don't even use my phone usually. My, my marketing team's constantly like, can you videotape things that are happening? I'm like, oh yeah, thanks for reminding me. Like, <laughs> because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm disciplined to being with the ones I love and to enjoying the life that I have as well. Well, I think that's part of what is so attractive about you and the work that you do and the results that you get is that you do both. You get both. And I think far too often we think it's one or the other. And there's mm -hmm. so many uh, that, well, let's just la la, like what you were talking about. And, and we do need both. Yeah. I, you just gave me chills because that's one of the IFB. That's the short way of saying yeah. it. That's one of the mentalities. It's not this or that. The answer when in doubt is always both this and uh, that. And that's the yeah. abundant mindset. You can yeah. have. You really can. It's just deciding and being a woman of your word, owning it, claiming it, seeing it through, but allow yourself to be supported in the magic while it happens. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is hard for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it was hard for me too. <laughs> right? I never said it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's that conditioning. And I, and I talk, I mean, psychology of the voice is all about how were you conditioned? What mm-hmm. did they say? How did it affect you? But you said a word that I love it, when you it told us a little bit about your work. You said the word surrender. Yes. And I think that even over here, probably in everything is so challenging for people. Do you yeah. find that? You know, for me, when I first heard the word surrender, I, or, you know, as far as the metaphysical concept, I hated it. Because to me, yeah. that sounds like, what was me? Damsel in distress. Surrender. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, no, that's not what that means. Because when you look at how the world works, how the universe works, and you really get into harmony with nature. Because again, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You're still one with the elements. Look around how the planet works. Grass does not try to grow. Fish do not try to swim. So why are we trying all the time? And that's what you said. It's about the conditioning. We're not actually learning how to fix this. We're unlearning the things that have taught us to do things opposite of what we're naturally supposed to do. So when we surrender, what we're doing is learning to control our thoughts so that our thoughts aren't controlling us. And we're just not judging or labeling, but we're just observing. And when you do this, that's when you get into that flow state. Because flow state, um, if if you're not familiar with it, athletes talk about it all the time where they say, I know exactly where to go. I went to the puck before the puck was even there as a hockey player, you know, things like that. But when you get into that flow state, really, there's a, a, a formula for it. It's disciplining yourself to surrender. Yeah. That's how you get into flow. Yeah. And so not just surrendering, what was me, let's skip and not care about what we're doing, is disciplining ourselves to be supported, showing up as the best version of ourselves, consistently taking action, but also allowing us to be, be able to go into the unknown. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. That's really what it's about. Yeah. Is part of that work around that from a mindset perspective? And I want to, I do have a couple of things I want to ask you about mindset especially an abundance mindset, but is it, you're not worried about the outcome. You're not worried that you're not going to get it. That's part of it, right? Yeah. So it's not about the how, and that's the hardest part for all of us because we're 5% conscious, 95% subconscious. And I always like Mm -hmm. to say that we're 5% human, 95% spirit, but our human, our little ego, I always joke around uh-huh. your ego, not your amigo. And it wants to know how, 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 how's this going to work? Why is this going to work? And what happens is, is realizing that you never really are going to know. That's the part where you have to surrender. All you can do is take that aligned action, knowing that's the formula and how it works. I always say that um, success has an actual formula, which is aligned thoughts plus aligned feelings plus aligned actions is how you get aligned results. And my husband overheard me coaching on this one day. And he said, babe, isn't that a little excessive? Why can't you just say, you know, why is it be aligned, aligned, aligned? The thing is we're aligned with everything. Like you Mm -hmm. probably, you're always aligned with something, but is it the desired result? Because he said, why can't it just be thoughts plus feelings plus, you know, actions equal results? And I tell him because a failed business is a result. Mm -hmm. Poverty is a result. Illness is a result. A failed marriage is a result. And I'm not here or available for just any result. I'm here for my aligned results. So that's why I show up and I think like her. I feel like her. I act like her, like the best version of myself. And that's all I can do knowing that this formula is going to work because of cause and effect. And 
the thing is too, is just that you have to realize you're going to fail a lot. It's going to happen. <laughs> and once you happen, have it happen again and again and again, you just get used to it and realize that's experiencing growth. And so no matter what the outcome is, as long as you keep moving and you create momentum, it's the law of inertia. What goes in motion will stay in motion. Your only job is to keep showing up as the best version of you and keep moving. Pivot. What works? What doesn't? And what am I choosing to do differently? Keep moving. And as long as you can keep doing that, you become unstoppable. And you mm -hmm. just start realizing the patterns. Oh, but of course it eventually happens. I have to experience this because God will never give me anything I can't handle. And I had to go through these failures and, and expand my awareness to be able to make room to receive the things that I've been asking for. And now yeah. I, because I went through these experiences, I've learned from it and now I can handle it. And so that's yeah. how it works. You just keep going and keep going and um, keep growing <laughs> with it. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned, a, so you were talking about abundance mindset is a big part of this. And, you know, I know even in voice things that I hear, I'll hear certain sounds and clearly what is behind it is I don't deserve this. I am not worthy of this. I, you know, there's a whole lot of imposter syndrome type things. Who am I to be? And there's links vocally to, well, I, I can't out sell my father. I can't outdo my mother. Is Now, I know the people that you work with, they may or may not struggle with this. I'd be interested in hearing that. But but the human experience, do, do most people tend to work from not the abundance mindset? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you're, you're speaking to a woman here. I mean, when it comes to abundance, you know, very often we think of money. And this is this thing that really has a lot of power over us, but I'm a woman who was completely bankrupt only about almost four years ago. I had $200 to my name. Wow. And then I realized for me, when that happened, it's for me, by me, talk about failure. That's a big teacher there. Honestly, going through that experience, you know, being on food stamps, you know, getting support to send my children to school, like it was, it was devastating. And at the same time, it's also what really helped to define me and connect to my higher self, my inner phone and beast. I just said, you know what, this is not just a coincidence. I take ownership in this. And at the same time, I am not available for this. <laughs> and that experience helped me to discover what it means to be in alignment and to be IFB and that everything's really a cause and effect. It's a mirror. And so, um, I had to do a lot of inner work. I had to do a lot of mindset. And the very first thing I did when I was able to afford my first coach, it, I mean, I wasn't making a lot of money. That's the first thing I did to get the support that I needed to be able to get quicker results. Um, when it comes to abundance, you know, we I step outside and I realize I'm never sitting there saying, <gasps> there's not enough oxygen today, you know, Right. I never turn on the, the water and say, I hope there's enough water that comes out of the faucet, maybe hot water. Cause I've been there. Right. But, um, but at the same time, there's never enough, you know, you ever say, is there enough stars in the sky today? Is there enough sand? Like, and, and money is the same way. And the amount of love that you have is the same way too. And it's really when I started doing the inner work and understanding universal laws and concepts and really just being a student of life that I started to pay attention and I just really built my relationship with my spirit squad. <laughs> you know, I have, um, I have children and I have my mom and she's grandma, obviously. And she has this funny saying where when she gets around the kids, she spoils them like crazy. She always says he can do it. He can do it. <laughs> 
And it was just recently, she's going to hate me talking about this if she hears this, but um, we went, she came and visited us um, and we were taking the kids out to the movies and she wanted to buy them popcorn. And I said, mom, they would love that. But here's the thing, we're going on to dinner right after this and maybe you can get them dessert. She goes, no, 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 but I really just want to give them popcorn. Come on, right on account. <laughs> let me give them popcorn. I want to give it to them. I want to give it to them. I want to give it to them. And I realized, you know, through being universal, um, law student as above, so below, so below as above, I'm witnessing my mother in the physical and, you know, she's still just human, you know, she is, but if, if she can love that much and want to do anything in her power to give to the ones that she love, that's what it's like as a human. I can't even imagine what that's like for God, you know? And I think to myself, well, that is her experiencing a child in her life that she loves. I truly do believe that I'm a child of God. And if I yeah. feel that way, what is it that God is wanting to give to me? She can have it. She can do it. She can, you know, I'm so supported. And that's what I mean through the abundance. It's not money will come along when you understand the abundance of love that you have. Because I believe money and love is the same energy. It really is. I never, when I give love, am like, hey, honey, you know, give me all the kisses in the world, but I'm afraid to give you a kiss back. You know, I'm not afraid to like mm -hmm. love people and I'm not afraid to accept love. And I look at money the same way. But um, once I realized, you know, how supported I am mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, energetically, and entirely, that's the abundance that will help you to experience abundance in every other area. Abundance of time, abundance of beautiful relationships, of fine things. Like you can have all of it. You really can. It's just understanding that there's never a shortage. You have to. Right have that not just be a belief, but a knowingness, an unshakable knowingness. Yeah. Yeah. Despite what you see in oh yeah front of you on earth, despite oh. what the checkbook says, I, I guess. Well, that's like so hard because that's part of why we have so much conditioning. It's because we've mastered the third dimension. We mastered the mm -hmm. physical realm. Mm -hmm. I think there's so many different realms that we're going in and out of every day. And, and people just aren't being aware of it. Cause again, this is not what we're being taught. So when it comes to manifesting the physical realm, you understand what that is. That's the desk in front of you, our computers in front of you, you know, the people in front of us, the results in our bank accounts right now. But when it comes to manifesting, that's the last phase of, of manifestation, the physical, everything mm -hmm. starts in the higher realms. There's mm -hmm. the realm and then the spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm, you can kind of think of it as like a sea of possibilities. It's the field of potentiality. And what I always say is nothing's created, nothing's destroyed. So everything that you desire, you don't actually have to create. When I really thought about that, that gave me so much freedom. I realized I don't have to create it. I just have to align with it. I have to be on the same frequency of receiving it because that's the law of attraction, which is a subset law of the law of vibration. But basically... You, if you think, feel, and act like the person that already has what you desire, then it will come to you. Like, that's how it works. It's not necessarily, you know, what's happening in the physical because the physical isn't who you are. It's who you were. All of your past feelings, thoughts, and actions got you to where you're at right the second. And if you don't like that, you got to go change that. How? The first thing is learn how to tap into the spiritual. Well, that's why I teach and I'm so um, big and I hold all of my clients accountable every single day to make sure that they are doing a disciplined spiritual practice. And I highly recommend meditating. So when you go up there, you allow yourself to just kind of experience, get into flow and not have expectation, get out of your head. But what happens is next, we have it happen to all of us all the time. 
where something comes to you in your mind and you're like, this is amazing. This is so cool. And you feel that feeling of your heart, like pounding and you're like, so excited about something. But then what happens next is that you start feeding the doubt. You're like, wait, wait, I'm not wealthy enough to do this yet. I don't have a big enough following yet. Like, who do I think I am? What are people going to say? I'm not, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, you know, I got to lose two sizes before I do this. Like whatever it is, you know, you have a doubt, but you have to realize if something comes to your mind, you didn't create it. People always say, I just came up with this amazing thought. No, you didn't. You downloaded it. You Mm -hmm. aligned with it. So Mm -hmm. if it's coming to you, you have to realize Disney always says, and I'm a big Disney fan. If you can dream it, you can do it. Picasso says, if you can imagine it, it's real. If you're experiencing it in your mind, how can you tell me it's not real? How else are you experiencing it? It's just not here in the physical yet. So -hmm. when you're asking and you're being intentional and you're going into the spiritual realm with your dedicated you know, practice, you come down and get a download. You have to learn how to feed your beast and starve your dad. You got to really just feed that. And no, people ask me all the time. I had coffee with a beautiful lady yesterday. She said, Cynthia, I'm just waiting for God to give me the signs of what it is I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to do. And I said, I promise you, you're already getting them. If Mm -hmm. you give yourself permission, full permission to not wonder the how, to not understand how it's going to work or what you have to do, but right here, right now, Go in your mind and really play with curiosity. What is it that you would want to experience? What is the best version of you? What is she doing? What does that look like? Boom. That's your sign. You don't, you're not creating that version of you. She already exists. And because you have that vision, she's pulling you. That's your sign. So what is she doing that you're not? What is she thinking that you're not? What is she feeling that you're not? How can you every day do something to be a little bit closer to her? Because you are her. And then all of a sudden you can change your life radically. So four years again, I was a bankrupt woman. Now I'm a self-made millionaire. It's pretty. Yeah, it's radically fast, (laughs) radically fast. And I I think you've been a millionaire for a while. So I think you are such a a testimony to this work. And and I love, I want to say something about what you said about vibration, but I just have to say, I love the, well, I love the, the way you broke that down. I've heard people break that down before and it doesn't, it, it just doesn't make sense, but it, you're you're articulating it so clearly. And I love how you define, you were talking about God and why uh, the grandmother story and why wouldn't God want that? Because I think we get hung up around that too. And it becomes punitive and, and there's a lot of noise there. But I think that so many people don't fully get the idea that what I am now is what I was creating a week ago or three months ago. I think that is just a radical concept for a lot of people, but yet so powerful. Yeah. And just so you know, it's funny, um, being a metaphysical student, I used to always say universe all the time. And, you know, because that's what's really, not I can break down the difference between universe and God, but that's a whole big conversation. But I, it's funny, I just realized like, it's a label. So you can say whatever you want, right? There's a million different ways to say it. I just realized for me, it feels good to say, yeah. And so like, whatever feels right for you, say it for you, because that authenticity is what's going to really fuel you. Vulnerability is your biggest superpower. So, um, really helped me. And then also, um, you know, it's, it was funny because before we even started recording today, you said, Cynthia, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm scared out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you mean? I said, but I'm, I'm used to this feeling. This is the feeling of growth. So you have to remember, it's not just like, oh yeah, take action because it's easy. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. Okay, I'll do that. No, like it's every day when you get out of your comfort zone, that's where you experience growth. And and that 
the feeling of getting your comfort zone can feel really scary. But the, I always say to my clients that, you know, mo- most of them are entrepreneurs and they're CEOs of their business. But truly, whether or not you're a CEO of a business, you are the CEO of your life. And you're the shock color, you're the visionary. So you also label things for you against you. So when you're getting on your comfort zone, is it really scary or is it exciting? Yeah. And everybody asks me all the time, like, Cynthia, how did you create a brand new company after getting fired from your corporate position, which is a whole nother story we haven't even talked about. Yeah. yeah. And I say, you know, how did you create a six-year company in four months? How did it become multiple six and six months? Like, how are you going so fast? And the answer is, is again, just showing up as the best version of myself and rewriting what the, what fear means to me. I'm not afraid. I'm excited. And guess what? Mm-hmm. The feeling of fear, it never really goes away. So the more that you can come to peace with it is how you're going to go and hyperspeed results. Like that's how it's going to happen. Well, I call that getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. Exactly. We have to. It's a must. You know. <laughs> right. And, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever heard that saying that uh, nervousness is just excitement without air. Really? The butterflies are still there. I still yeah. get blotchy and sweaty. I'm actually at the point now where I'm uncomfortable wearing um shirts where you can see my neck and chest, but like when, for my first 30, some interviews and master classes, I was always wearing a turtleneck. If you're wondering why it's because uh, I, I get so flustered because I was so yeah. nervous. There's so much energy wanting to move to me and through me. Yeah. But I decided, you know, like with practice, with anything, that's how you get better. Yeah. And this is how you built the six figure business in four months. All this that we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I definitely am a student. I've been in the online coaching world, but as an employee, um, I used to um, work for a very successful online business consultant as one of our first salespeople. And we grew the company extremely, extremely um, fast. Um, And because I was making so many sales, I ended up becoming the manager. And then I was hiring her team and training her team. And then eventually a lot of her clients were like, how are you making all these sales? And she's like, Mm. well, I can't tell you as well as the person doing it. So she asked me to be a coach and I just, you know, kind of early on got very blessed with the opportunity to work with seven, eight figure entrepreneurs and, and really be comfortable teaching them sales. And so, and the strategies and they're coaching their team on how we were doing it. Um, so when I got started, you know, it wasn't just like, okay, I'm going to come up with this. I mean, I was able to work with every single different industry type of coach, consultant, service-based business. And I really, really paid attention. What is working? What's not? And what am I going to do differently? And I got to basically learn on other people's dimes. You know what I mean? It's it's true. But I, I really think it's important that everything is for you by you. Pay attention because what do you want to take and what do you not want to do? The things that are failures and the things that don't work out. And we were kind of talking about it with coaching in general. Like we've all have been with a mentor. If you're serious at what you do, you're investing you know, regularly. Mm-hmm. We've had mentors not get us results that we thought we were going to get, but I don't ever look at that like it was all for naught. I never think my money was wasted. I always right. learned something as a student. Um, so yeah, I, I was able to come up with the sales strategies and the systems and know what I wanted to implement immediately. But it's one thing having a business taught off theory than actually being in it and being the leader. So the the alignment, the spiritual support, the clarity of my inner feminine beast, what's the end result of me and showing up with her every day, that is definitely how the systems and strategies and structures work. What I always say is it's not what you do that matters. It's who you are when you do it. And there is no coach, no system, no way of running a business outside of you 
that ever is going to be the source of your success or truly even your happiness. Yeah. So it's really just that self-accountability, self-integrity, responsibility, and ownership, and just living this life. Cause you get to, you don't have to. Right. Yeah. Right. So let me ask you this. You started the interview talking about how, I mean, you love sales. You're excellent at sales. You thrive at sales. The (laughs) fastest way for me to unravel a voice is to have somebody sell me something. Why do people have so much anxiety and stress? And and, I mean, certainly in in my sphere, people have a lot of hangups about selling. Why? I think it's because we all have experienced the timeshare guy. Gosh, I've been through that. <laughs> and um, nothing, you know, not all of them, of course. Um, you know, even when I, I I drive my dream car, which I'm just like, I'm obsessed with my car. And I walked into the dealership knowing I wanted it. And it's yeah. so like this, this sleazy experience. It was just like it mm. for tat aggressive kind of approach. And again, I think bringing femininity into sales is what does it. If you, I think we get really mm. kind of stuck in our head that we're being judged, that we have to perform, that it's a you against me kind of thing. Who's going to win the deal? And that's, it's not a you or me. It's a win-win always. And it's about, again, abundance mindset. If you are truly there to serve and be a solution for somebody, I can't think of anything more spiritual and beautiful than that. And I always just focus on serving. And guess what? You're going to get a million no's, but it's not about pleasing your people. Excuse me, all the people. It's about finding your people. You know, and I also talk a lot about if you really love what you do and you're super ethical about it, you're going to be charging your worth as well, right? Your pricing is your positioning. And so it's not about getting thousands of people at something that's a hundred dollars. It's about getting hundred people at something that's a thousand dollars. So, but really I think um, we've experienced things and we allow the past evidence to kind of define that these we've had experiences that didn't go so well. And we kind of say, that's how it all is going to be. And I joke around, but that's like driving a car and looking in the rearview mirror. You know, you're going to crash if that's going to work. So yeah. focus on serving and focus on really just understanding that if it's not this one, there's more. I really believe from the bottom of my heart, I really do that every single client that I'm working with now that I ever have worked with and that I ever will work with, I believe I have a soul contract with. I believe mm-hmm. I came to this, this planet and we're going to be together. And when I think of it that way, I never feel like I'm missing out or I lost a deal or nothing like that. It's just, I'm here to really be a pillar of light. I'm here because I promised God that I was going to live on purpose. And when you do that and you show up as a full version of you, it's it's kind of like being a lighthouse and you're shining your light out onto the sea of ships and the ships, you're calling them home. Like they mm-hmm. know how to find you. But what happens is if you, if you dabble, if you try, if you get in your head and you start doubting, you dim that light. The thing is the ships, they don't disappear. They're still there. They just know how to find you. So if you're mm-hmm. just really, you know, making about emotional connection, really just being authentic. If you're really, um, you know, thinking about serving, it's never, it's not going to be the same story. And so give yourself permission to just focus on being a solution and watch your sales game change. It, it's everything. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And that takes the focus off of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I getting the words right? Am I saying it right? Well, you're not even you're not even thinking about that because you're thinking yeah. about serving. But also, too, I'm not here to convince. You right. Know what I mean? I'm here to convey my message. I'm here to stand in my truth. And if it's not aligned with you, thank you. Like that's a gift. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to keep investing my time if you don't have a want and need or it's not the right fit. That's what's really important to me is that I really look at my own expertise and I, I see my value and I know the results that I get and I own that. And so whenever I have a sales conversation, I always let people know like, hey, this is a two-way conversation. And it takes the pressure off, you know, me feeling like I have to perform or convince. It's like, let's just see if it's the right fit. Like, yeah. because I always say your success is my success because it's true. Your client's results are your reputation. And I can't just have anybody coming in here just because, you know, they see other people's results. I need to make sure that we're in the same frequency that I can really support you, that you are that yeah. sole project client and that I can help you because if yeah. not, it's not a win for either of us. It's not about money. You know, it's not, I mean, and I think I'm really different that way. I built a business, not off of quantity. I got quality of quantity and the results speak for themselves. And that's how the referrals and testimonials are coming in. And it's, it was because I was looking for the zing. I'm looking for yeah. the, the person at the other end that lights me up, that respects my boundaries, that appreciates my value, that is coachable and is willing to do the work, is ready to commit and together we're committed. It's a relationship, you know, and, um, that's, it takes the pressure off because not only are you searching for me, but I'm searching for you. Like, let's yeah. make sure. And I think everybody has the right to do that. And when you look at it like that, you're going to feel the difference, you know, you really will. I've never heard you talk about that. And I just love it because I do the same. I believe that everybody that ends up being here, that is the right fit. They were supposed to be here. Yeah. They were, you know, and people will say, I wish I'd met you 20 years ago. And I will say, no, you weren't. It wasn't your time to be here 20 years ago. But also I'm willing and it's not, you know, being mean. It's just being, it's honest. And it's, right. I think it's ethical. I'm, I tell people no very often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I, I I think that is the secret sauce. I, I think it's yeah. a big, big part of the secret sauce. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Um. One of my clients, uh, she recently did an interview with me and I didn't even know the story. She told me, I was like, what? And it was during the interview. She is a private client of mine. We've been together for over a year now and she's she's slaying, okay? She yeah. did um, just recently this summer in one of the months, she did more cash. Uh, she, she did 50% of all the sales she did last year in one month, okay? Whoa. Five figures. And, you know, she did more than triple than she's ever done in her corporate position. And, you know, one of the questions, of course, I'm going to ask a client when she's doing testimonial is, you know, why did you decide to work with me? What was the initial mm -hmm. like reason why? And she said, because you told me no. And I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> and oh. she told a story about how like a few years ago, when I wasn't even having my own company, I was, you know, selling and working for another business consultant. She had come for an interview and I was honest with her and I said, you know what? I don't think you're at the phase in your business right now where this is going to make the most sense for you. I think it's important for you to look for the biggest return. And I don't know if you're going to benefit yet where you're at. I think we need to get a little bit more foundational work and structure underneath you before we, you know, throw on the systems and all the strategies. Like, and, you know, some people could take that and be like, wow, thank you so much. Or some people can be like, mm -hmm. hey, screw you. Like, who are you lady? Right. Yeah. And she was the second one. <laughs> so she was like, how dare you say I can't be here? And so she went and found another salesperson who was like, of course, you're gonna make a million dollars as soon as you get oh, any. Wow. And guess what? It didn't work out. It, it wasn't, she wasn't ready for it. But mm -hmm. I've had so many of those conversations and I remember almost all of them, but for some reason, not that one. And then one day she came to me out of the blue and was like, 
writing to my DMs, hey, I want to work with you privately one-on-one, which is, of course, is one of my highest investments because it's sure. how proximity. It's you're closest to me. I'm available for you like this. And I was like, whoa, whoa, how do you know? Like, and, and I didn't realize at the time, she said it was because I trusted you. I asked you, do you think after talking to me, this is the right fit? And when I said, you know what? Yes, I do. She believed me because I was willing to tell her no before. And I think that was such a big story because she's one of my most successful clients now where, you know, she's been working with me for so long because of our results and our connection. And um, it's just funny though, how that all played out. Yeah. A lot of things work out. (laughs) Oh, for sure. And I guess that so many people are afraid to say no to the wrong fit because they're not working from that abundance mindset. They're not working from that. It's this or something better always. Yeah. I mean, we all do in the beginning. I mean, I'm like, I just want the money. I need the money. For sure. Not worth the headaches. This person doesn't, and they're not getting results. They're not committing to it. They're not respecting me. Like, you know, like it's, you realize through time, um, it's, it's not worth it. I, it's not the most important thing. It's really not. And you know, the, the coachability thing is so huge with me now. If you're not coachable, it isn't going to happen. I cannot help you. It still doesn't get easy telling people that though, does it? No. <laughs> They're usually the people that can't take that. And you're like, see, proof in the pudding. That's right. <laughs> right. And it's and it's so heartbreaking too. You know what? I'm so happy you bring this up because um I think that's that's kind of the hard thing sometimes is um when you're somebody that does so much inner work and you invest so much in coaching and then you have people invest with you to become better, you know, sometimes it's hard to remember that not everybody is like that, especially outside of our industry. Right. Sometimes I realize I have to censor myself because everybody's doing the best they can at the conscious level that they're at. And some people just want to be comfortable. That's all they ever want. And for me, it's hard to remember that. But um, yeah, for me, I just remember, you know, being told that, Cynthia, you're not that good. Like Cynthia, you kind of suck at this. Like Cynthia, like you need to improve in this, you know? And, and hearing that for me, wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, screw you. Like, you don't know. For me, it was like, okay, I'm open. Like, let me yeah. just listen to what you have to say. And you don't, I don't agree with a lot of my mentors, but I believe in the fact that nothing's a coincidence. And I just need to listen and just take mm-hmm. their advice. Just like be yeah. vulnerable, just do it, give it a go. And almost always they end up being right. <laughs> That's why right. I have to them. Yeah. 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 You know, you know what that made me think of a question when you said that. Do you do you think you have to like your mentor? Oh. Or is yeah, okay. <laughs> That's what I thought you were gonna say. And I think that's so important because Cynthia, I have so many. And I love them all, but I I have so many people pleaser peacekeepers that work from that place of, well, I have to make them like me. And I've hired people that I didn't necessarily like, but I knew they had what I needed. Exactly. I'm so happy you brought that up. And I say that to my clients all the time. I am a kind person. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not here to be your friend. That's for sure. I will be a big cheerleader, but I also am willing to shake you with love. I will tell you what other people aren't telling you because it's the same thing I'm telling myself. And the reason you hire a mentor is exactly what you said. Are they living the life I want to live? Are they getting the results that I want to get? I think being a coach and being a consultant, a mentor, all these things, you know, because that's what we are combined, all of them, all of them. Yes. Has made me have what I have as in, I'm always, I feel everybody watching me all the time, you know, Mm. like when no one's, no one's watching if I'm going in on the gym, but if I'm telling them like they have to, you know, do this for themselves, like I'm going to do that. 
you know, the way that I show up in my business, I'm telling other people how to do that. Like I need to be the one doing that as well. So it's really made me so much more successful helping other people become successful. One of my mentors though, that I've had, and I'll always like, we'll think about this, but, um, you know, this was a a pretty big investment. I had a $50,000 coach, one of them. And, um, I just remember my intuition was like, it's her, it's her, it's her. My brain was like, no, stop. Why? Why her? Like, I don't want to be with her. Like, but my, I just knew it. Like there were so many signs. The story is actually really crazy, but I just remember thinking like, she's so different than me. Like she's very goddessy and very in her feminine. And she's very often like in her bikini tops when she's going live on her stories and she's dancing and belly dancing. And I'm just like, what does this have to do with where? (laughs) Don't you know I'm the bourbon girl? Don't you know I'm the the slayer sales? Don't you know I love my beasts? And I realized any single time that your mentor kind of triggers you and or makes you feel uncomfortable, that's your mentor you should be working with. That's like, because if you're uncomfortable, that means you have a lot of area of growth. There's no, you should never feel uncomfortable around anybody. And if you are feeling triggered or if you're having like feeling these resistance, that means you have a lot to learn in this area and that person is meant to support you. So a lot of times people come to me and say, Cynthia, like your beast is too intimidating to me. Your beast is too scary. And I'm just like, well, that kind of tells me that maybe this is a little bit of what you're yearning for, desiring for the area of growth. Yeah. So yeah, I've definitely um, have had mentors tell me things that I'm like, are you crazy? That's not how you do it. I should, I wouldn't do it this way. Mm. And then I realized, wait, that's why I hired them. So just be yeah. vulnerable again, be vulnerable, be willing yeah. to see things differently. And that's how you're going to grow. I love that story the most right there. And I tell you, I think it's everything in life. I was, we just got a puppy and I was talking to this trainer yesterday and I've gone, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find the right, she's a got a, she's a bird dog and all this stuff. And we were laughing at the end of the call. And I said, yeah, it's been really hard. And the other day I said, I should have gotten a brown dog. And then I said, no, birdie's the one that's here to teach me what I need to learn next. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's even in animals, the animals that we bring in and the people we hire and the, I think all of it, I just really work from that place. So I love that story the most. I just, everything on the outside of you is a reflection of what's happening within. Everybody yeah. that you meet is showing you what's happening on the inside of you. And if yeah. something like makes you uncomfortable, that means you have to grow. If somebody's making yeah. you react, that's you losing your power. That's something you need to heal. And when you realize that everything on the outside you have control of by how you control on the inside, that's, that's so, you will grow so much from that. I, I realized this is something I personally feel. And, you know, it really has to do again with the universal laws, with the law of polarity. Nothing's good. Nothing's bad. Everything just is. And I label right. it a self relativity, you know, and I just learned to observe everything. Yeah. I, I notice the second that you react towards something, that's when you lose your power. And again, a little bit of my conspiracy theories, but think about it. What is the media consistently doing? Causing reactions. They yep. want you to do that. Yeah. Like they want you to react a certain way and your power comes in neutrality. I really think that. Yep. And that's oh, okay. yeah. Veil comes lifted. Have your own thoughts. You're allowed to think whatever you think and have your own opinion, but don't allow other things to sway you. And it's not people or media or it's anything. So when anything happens, even if it seems like it sucks, I notice one, it's temporary. And two, God won't give me anything I can't handle. 
And this is happening for a reason. So let me just observe this, sit with this and just like connect to get support, decide what I'm going to do and see it through. And that's really all you can do each and every time. Yeah. So good. And from a voice perspective, I talk about neutrality all the time. Stop dumping the raw negative emotion on the person, hoping that's going to get you what you want. That's going to shut down an ego and a subconscious in two seconds. It's not powerful, but it feels powerful. Yeah. So it's all backwards. Yeah. It's all backwards. Well, we have your um, event coming up. Yes, and and I know we're we need to pr- wrap it up. We're gonna have to wrap it up. But what do you, what is your? I know, I know, I know. We'd be here for all, three days. What what do you? Cynthia is speaking in the event, uh, mm-hmm. selling through voice show. You've heard me talking about it. What what are you speaking on? I, I know I've got the topic, but tell us about yeah, what. We're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about how authenticity converts to sales. And really, it's all about, again, just being your authentic self. And I believe in transparency. I believe in serving. And I I do a lot with live video for my sales. I do, um, technically, they're in the sales world, conversion events. But, you know, as a consumer, we hear them as masterclasses and workshops. But really, it's a way just to connect with people. This is how you engineer your celebrity. You show how knowledgeable you are. But really, it's about creating emotional connection just by being yourself. And what that does, ultimately, is create trust. And if you're ever going to have high-ticket sales, there has to be trust. Like That's the basis of all of it. And so we can do that in a slow game of building marketing. But again, as somebody who enjoys going fast and has created a successful company so quickly, I can tell you it's about emotional connection and authenticity. And that really is how you can hyperspeed building those connections and and making sales. And again, sales is not the end, right? That's not like, oh, made a sale done. The reason when you make a sale, that means that you are now serving. That means you're now getting clients results. And I, I tell women all the time, it doesn't matter how great of a coach you are, how great of, you know, a mentor you are, if you're not a great businesswoman. Because if you don't know mm. how to sell, you're not going to have clients to serve. And it's important to not have this or that, right? But this and that. You can be both. And that's yeah. what I stand for. So really just showing um, how being authentic converts to sales is what we'll be talking about for that. I'm looking forward uh, to it. So good. It's going to be so, so, so good. I can't wait to hear that. And and then tell us, tell anybody that wants to learn more about working with you, or I know you've got several different programs. Tell us yeah. where we need to go. We're going to obviously put those links in the show notes, but yeah, a little bit about both. Well, I'm so excited because we just went through a full company rebrand. Um, <laughs> I'm proof in the pudding. You don't need shiny websites or glittery posts, you know, to really make sales. It truly is about connection. But finally, we do have the, the glittery websites and everything now too. So my website that you can learn more about me is at CynthiaStant.com. You can see on here all the different programs that we have. I work with women in their mindset and in spirituality and really understanding universal laws so that they can be the CEO of their lives. A lot of the women that work with me, the majority are entrepreneurs. So not only do they want the mindset to have success, but they want the systems, the strategies, the structures that I've used. And again, I'm not here to tell you what to use. Every woman in my program has a different business and different programs. I'm here to help you to connect and align with your higher self and to really take aligned action so that these higher callings can come and emerge through you. So we're creating your business the way that is meant for you. So that is my inner phone and beast inner circle. That's my sales coaching and business consulting group program. And then we have spiritual success experience, which all the women who do my business strategies 
have to be automatically enrolled. That's complimentary into the spiritual success experience too. But I offer one-on-one work as well. I offer VIP days. If you're somebody who really wants to go fast and just needs a little bit of twist, uh, you know, and, and those golden nuggets to really get to the next level. And the last way that I kind of work with women as well uh, is I work with a lot of multiple seven-figure entrepreneurs and I coach their sales teams so that they can really have um, successful conversion events and really big launches. So that's something I really thrive at as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Cynthia is in demand and she (laughs) she is worth it. So you definitely want to come and hear her speak and check out her, go to her website. And then that's your Cynthia stand on... Social media too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then one thing that we have going on that I'm just so pumped about, like beyond excited. (gasps) The event. Yeah, it's bigger than my event. It's official. (laughs) We have um in October 26th and 27th, I'm hosting the first ever inner feminine beast in-person event. Um, I'm stoked because I mean, we're having uh, two-day events. It's at Casa Monica, which is a four-diamond resort um, in St. Augustine. This is where I live. So, of course, it's beautiful. You're in Florida, yeah. too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, down further, but yeah, just to drive up. But um, we have, you know, um, what are we, pool-size forays. I'm having private tours of the, the oldest city in America for our guests. We have breakfast and lunch included both days. We have um, private catamaran, sunset, champagne tours, wow. and cruises. Like, we're doing all the different things. But what I'm so excited about is really um, the women that are going to be in this room. We have women coming from all over the world, um, Canada. We have UK, Estonia, I believe. Um, wow. My mentors, these are women that I'm so grateful to call my dearest friends. And I truly am a woman who wants to be the smallest lady in the room. So we have Disney producers, Harvard professors. We have um, Fox News anchors. We have TEDx speakers, top 25 podcasts in the world, best-selling authors, um, many multiple seven-figure entrepreneurs all coming here just to partake. And really, it's just a big celebration to every woman's yeah. success. And yeah. of course, you learn clarity and, and connecting and alignment and, and, and really understanding who your independent beast is. But also, again, I want everybody leaving there understanding how to, again, create a business that leads to the beautiful lifestyle, not a lifestyle that revolves around their business. That's the thing I love most. Um, I really enjoy creating a big impact. Clearly, I'm not going to lie. I love the money. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm most grateful for is the amount of freedom that I have in my life. Yeah. And um, as somebody who has missed my children's birthdays, who didn't take her child trick-or-treating for the first years of his life, you know, when he could, Mm -hmm. I value my time. And so I help women to really create schedules that they're free whenever they want to be. And that's yeah. that important. So I want every woman walking away, understand the game plan on how to have this kind of lifestyle support. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and and are tickets on sale already for yeah, that? They're available right now. We have different levels. So I'm making accessible. Okay. For everybody. Um, but yeah, like I said, my it's bigger than my wedding. It's going to be huge. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, I know, Cynthia, it's going to be this the event of the year. I really feel that way. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's top notch. It'll be top notch. All the things. (laughs) Oh yeah, it'll be, she will not hold back on any level. It will be. Now I just have to decide what I'm going to wear. That's the only thing. (laughs) (laughs) Get that piece together and I'll be rocking. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. That's so exciting. Well, lots of wonderful things going on. And thank you so, so much for being in the event next week. And of course, being here with us today. Yeah, it's always such a pleasure to see you and talk to you and learn from you too. So thank you for being here. Thank you. And like I said, you know, with you as well, there's just this lovely zing and we could talk for a few more hours, we would. (laughs) I know, I know. 
<laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Cynthia. And thank you, listeners. It's great to have you with me as always. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. So make sure and check out Cynthia in the event, check out her website and definitely check out her event. All right. So that's it for today. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 